0: We made it. Today is the final episode for the year of this podcast. It has been a long and winding road, but one that has seen this project rocket from just me at the start to a much larger and more dedicated team spanning every conceivable department within the weather network. I could not have done this without all of you, especially for this long, (laughs) every day. So thank you, everyone. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History. It took a full calendar year to get to a story that was my first introduction to just how sinister weather can be on really any given day in weather history. This tornado outbreak has been known by many names, but none truly fit the scope. It was originally known as the Berry Tornado, given that they took by far the hardest hit and suffered the highest casualty numbers, and they were the biggest city affected when compared to Grand Valley and Tottenham, who were also beat to a pulp by an F4 and suffered deaths as well. It's also been referred to as Black Friday, but that has never been used since. The popular shopping event made its way to Canada in the early 2000s. No, it's better that we just refer to this calamity as the infamous tornado outbreak in Southern Ontario that spawned 14 tornadoes and killed a total of 16 people. I personally can attest to this account that the skies were dark on May 31st of 1985, the day of one of the deadliest tornado outbreaks in Ontario. You see, I was attending Eastview High School in Barrie at the time, and I'd stayed after late for sports or something after school. So while I walked home, about five five thirty, I noticed a very eerie dark green blue sky. You hear people talk about that a lot. That was certainly the night. It looked almost and smelled almost like being at a giant indoor swimming pool facility. You know that smell? I went home, laid down exhausted, woke up in a panic because my alarm clock read seven thirty. It was pitch black outside the window, so I immediately jumped into the shower thinking I was gonna be late for school. It had to be seven thirty in the morning the next day. It was not. It was 7.30 p.m. that night, and the sky was that black because a good portion of Barrie was being steamrolled by what turned out to be an F4 tornado that measured over a half a kilometer wide. It ripped and crushed everything in its path. I heard glass shattering, and before I even had a chance to react to that, literally the roof and the side of my house blew off and I was trapped in the bathroom. I really thought that I was gonna die. I didn't know if my family was okay. Six of the 14 twisters on this day were rated F3 or greater on the Fujita damage scale, meaning that their winds were higher than 250 kilometers per hour. However, two of those massive supercells that produced these tornadoes, they produced winds in excess of 330 kilometers per hour. It was real bad. And Barrie, Ontario suffered the biggest loss from the event as one of the killer F4-rated twisters swept through the city and killed eight people. The tornado uprooted trees, tossed cars, demolished factories and homes before finally dissipating over Lake Simcoe. You could feel movement. And you heard a lot of of clanging and, and loud sounds. 30 seconds later, it became light again and I discovered my car was sitting on someone's lawn. My son and I, we, we hugged each other and uh, we walked hand in hand. We were able to walk back to the site of our house and we we saw that there was no house. Now while impactful, the path of this F4 twister that devastated Barry was much shorter than what happened in the Grand Valley tornado. The town of Grand Valley is located about an hour northwest of Toronto, and it also took a direct hit from an F4 tornado that completely obliterated its public library and remained on the ground for more than 100 kilometers. We lost three churches, 65 homes were damaged beyond repair, uh, five barns were, were gone, uh, a couple of commercial buildings, all the old maple trees that line at Amaranth Street. Every one but one, I think, is uh, gone. It was a very destructive few seconds. It would go on to claim two lives in Grand Valley and two more in Tottenham before finally dissipating near Mount Albert about 80 minutes later. It was a horror show. With only two weeks left in that school year, the first bit was dedicated to mobilizing high school students from everywhere in Barrie. We were instructed to board buses and participate in the cleanup. I was sifting through showers of fiberglass and drywall picking up memories and mementos of what once was someone's home. And so many homes would be severed in half where one side was dust and the other still stood with the sheets still on the bed. And what I did find very interesting is that The tornado would completely demolish a building, a house, and next door, not touched. Um, It was amazing how half a block was completely demolished, and then there'd be two or three houses, and then it would carry on. It was pretty devastating. Immediately, we knew that we were into something that was very serious. I can't sugarcoat this. It was jarring for a 14-year-old Chris May to witness such raw and complete destruction and be right there in it while others could only look on at what they had lost forever. That scared the hell out of me for years, but it was a time that I would eventually grow from and build on because I would go on to experience hurricanes and then chart them, track them, and report on them for the past 15 years as an on-air presenter with Canada's The Weather Network. But now as the writer, producer, and host of this podcast, my goal is to breathe new life into stories that may have been forgotten on this day in weather history tomorrow is June 1st. And for this, I will feature a massive story that will live forever in infamy. The start of the podcast known as This Day in Weather History. (laughs) I will be joined by many who have played a pivotal role in supporting the project from its start and look forward to what could hold in store. That's tomorrow. This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network with me, your host, Chris May.